This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. How do you find your balance? I think it's because we're constantly online, right? And you're you're like incredibly ingrained. So when I ask about your dance battle, it's like, how do you find the balance between creating the content, between your ideology of like being like very forward about everything should be decentralized or the DAO is the way, like what does your balance look like? Yeah. Well, from the perspective of content creation work, I think that's a fun balance. Um, I've, I've more recently started to think about content creation as work, not in the sense of like, it feels not fun, more in the sense of like, I think that when I get really excited about things, I'll spend endless time on those things. And I will also immerse myself so deeply in it that I don't, you know, take care of other things that I need to take care of to the point about like making sure that I have my friends outside of crypto, like all of those things to me are part of that balance. Um, and so I've started to look at all of these things more like opportunities that I get to play with in my work life and acknowledging that like these things are mental work. And I think like, as a side note, in the bull market, it's very easy to to go so deep and just completely forget about all these things. I think in a bear market, it's important, partially just because like there's less craziness, but also because like I think if you don't pace yourself and acknowledge that these things are work and they do take like intellectual labor, you will run out of energy like fully. Um, and so my current thing has been very much like nurturing this idea around, okay. These things are our work and I'm showing up to them. Even if some days I'm like, I don't feel like doing a little bit of writing on this, doing it anyway, acknowledging that like nurturing that seed of curiosity, I think is, is the key to sustaining um, excitement and ideas and, and passion around a lot of this stuff. I got burnt out in the, in the bull market, like genuinely burnt out. I remember at the height of the of the or like pre-height of the bull market, and I and I referenced the bull market as like the NFT bull market. I had mm -hmm. just recently quit my job and I was like, all right, I gotta figure something out. Like I have offers from other companies, but I'm not down to do any of that. Um, let's start a podcast. And literally was like was at it, creating content throughout the entire bear market, had ideas that tried I I raised money for that burnt me out, like and I learned so much. And now that we're in the bear market, I can like, you know, like breathe for mm -hmm. a minute. I can, I can be like a hawk over the Grand Canyon and just kind of mm -hmm. like roam and cruise and see what's yeah. going on below me and be very thoughtful about my actions, you know, while also not discounting that you still need to like, still need to be quick with stuff. So your concept of, uh, of, of burning out is very real for me. And I think part of it was also like the the engagement in trying to be involved with different DAOs. DAOs were very hot, mm. very, very hot concept. People were pushing out that they're no longer working for cash. They're only working for DAO tokens. We are only DAOists now. All these new organizations <laughs> came out, you know, and trying to be in all these discords, vote on stuff. That also got very overwhelming. And I think that also introduced the concept of discord fatigue. So a lot yeah. of my rant over here kind of transitions to my next question for you, Chase. DAOs were hot. And DAOs are still a thing, obviously, but are they as hot as they used to be? And if so, what are some of the more like compelling use cases we've mm. seen today? Mm. Are DAOs as hot as they used to be? I mean, definitely not. Like crypto loves narrative 
shifts. And I think something that I've always believed to be true is that yes, DAOs are hot now. This was, you know, a year and a half, whatever ago, they will not stay this way, mostly because we don't actually know what works yet. And I think that is now coming true today, where basically what's happening is like DAOs in the early stages, um, everyone was sharing all their experiments and we had no actual way of knowing if those things worked, which made it really exciting because you're like, ooh, everyone's, you know, index is doing this and so-and-so is doing this and we can borrow this. A year later, you learn, okay, this model actually totally didn't work for X, Y, and Z reasons. These people are struggling to make revenue, whatever. And so the natural conclusion is like, mm, DAOs don't really work if you're reading very surface level. The reality is like all of the models that we're testing, we're basically getting results now knowing, okay, this model doesn't work, but this model does work. And this model is actually promising, but we need to switch it this way. And so I think the reason the DAOs are not as hot anymore is one, it was like a lot of, um, you know, hype and excitement around stuff that we didn't actually have an idea of whether or not it worked longer term yet. And two, um, we're now at the stage where we're doing the hard work of figuring out, okay, what's next. And that's not the most exciting narrative to people. I get it. That's all good. Um, I think these like crypto narrative cycles go in and out. And I'm sure in a couple of years when we have a lot more figured out, it's going to be like, Oh, amazing. DAOs are, are wonderful. I think broadly speaking, um, the way that I've always seen DAOs in the, in the space is, a lot of the core infrastructure that we're building needs to be governed in a distributed fashion. Um, whether you think that's full decentralization or like heavy on representative um, sort of democracy and delegation, like doesn't really matter. I don't really care how people cut it, but ultimately like to me, most of the things that we're building are going to end up being DAOs if you want them to be governed in a distributed way. And so I think, um, to that point, like a lot of this stuff is really infrastructure um, that is ultimately going to end up evolving over time. And, and I think ideally the next time like DAOs end up in this like big crypto narrative, it's not actually DAOs. Ideally, it's like a specific type of DAO in the same way that like PFPs were a specific type of NFT or music NFTs or podcast NFTs are coming up. Like I think we need more specialization in specific cases of implementation and I think that will probably be the next big run. And then you asked another question, but I don't remember what it was because I just went deep on that little tangent. <laughs> well, well, it was it was around more of like the compelling use cases um, mm, that we're seeing yeah. today. And I and I think one that everybody loves to bring up is NounsDAO um, as like a core example that yeah seems to be working. People like to flex the amount of ETH that they have. You know, I've mm-hmm. heard you say that publicly on the podcast before. <laughs> You know, so I think that's a that's a compelling use case for for the wealthy bunch. But what yeah. about like other use cases that come to mind that we've seen uh, some some like quality adoption around? Yeah, well, I have to I have to set the record straight also because I talk <laughs> so much shit about nouns, but I only do it because I think that nouns is wonderful and I love it as a model. I think generating revenue is massive. I think people rely too heavily on nouns as a single model in the exact same way that I was saying we tested all these things and we didn't know the results of it. Yes, nouns is like actually not super new. Um, 
But like in the grand scheme of things, we still haven't seen um, people who are able to recreate the success of nouns at the scale, even close to nouns. And so um, I am excited about nouns and I am weary of it being applied in over applied basically. But yes, I think nouns is really exciting. Um, I'm also like fascinated by and think it's really promising that there are so many DeFi DAOs that like, despite their challenges work and have worked for years. Mm. Um, I think of like the makers, even like compound Ave. Yes. They have teams in some cases that are centralized and sort of, um, engaged with or building the next version of the DAO. But I think that there's something to be said for the fact that like we've created relatively stable protocols with specialized organizations plugging in, for example, Gauntlet plugging into like an Aave um, for specifically like risk mitigation stuff like that. I think we don't celebrate enough. And, you know, I think a lot of like crypto OGs over the last cycle, um, sort of pointed to them and was like, no, these are the real DAOs. And and I think that there's a time to double down on what we have and what works and a time to experiment and try new things. And um, I'm definitely at the moment in time where I'm like, okay, let's pause. What do we know works? And and we do know that that works. We know that governing, um, you know, smart contract parameters and, and being able to take stable systems and democratizing them actually is an effective way to take these like digital sort of public goods and and make sure that they're treated in a way that the people who are using them and, and token holders and things actually have a say in them. Um, so that's exciting. And I think that's probably the most boring answer I could give, but, but I do think it's true. And I think we don't give them enough credit. What's up guys. Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT Fill in your info and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.